welcome to the James Annette podcast, where we inspire positive action in youth through storytelling. We're excited to welcome you to the season two of the James Annette podcast, tagged A Gem I Know, where we'll be sharing stories of change makers from around the world. And guess what? We have a new co host joining us. Stay tuned and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. Welcome to the first episode of A Gem I Know. Our guest is a storyteller from Nigeria. She has told the story of a significant number of youth entrepreneurs and youth through the Gems on Earth platform. She's also a very global player. She has staked her claim by representing her country at the World Youth Forum and once again at Watson Institute. While schooling in Nigeria as a third year chemical engineering student, However, over the next 30 minutes, for the third time ever, she will be sharing her own story and we will get to know her better through honest, open and transparent conversations. Um, Olivia, welcome on the show. Thank you so much. It's, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be on the seat as an interviewee and not the one being like the person doing the interview so welcome it's definitely a pleasure to have you um for those that do not know you can you tell us about yourself okay um my name is olivia godima founder of gemsonet i'm a storyteller and social entrepreneur i'm super passionate about inspiring positive action in youth using storytelling and um currently student of watson studying social entrepreneurship currently a student of Futo studying chemical engineering um i just i just really want a lot of people to be engaged in global action and that's like what my life revolves around at the moment so it's nice to be here that's a really beautiful story but like for a field that is as uncommon as storytelling how did you discover that that was what you wanted to do i mean starting from child so now how much has changed about what you wanted to be in hindsight okay so um um where will i start from okay so my my parents are like science inclined like my parents are both pharmacists so like naturally um everyone was like or is like super interested in science in my house but then at the same time my parents are like the kind of people that will encourage you in your arts inclined nature so more like in my house everyone has novels and you have to read books and you have to summarize it you have to listen to the news and you have to tell my dad what you learned in the news and if at any point maybe you wanted to learn how to play piano like my parents would make sure like you have your piano lessons have your own piano and all that so so in that in that kind of setting or in that kind of family like it was just okay to be creative it was just okay to just wake up and like you're like oh i really want to tell stories or i really want to do this and 
everyone was or is going to encourage you right so for me like storytelling started from the house um like writing short stories or you know having to summarize novels and having to tell my dad oh this is what i learned from this book and this is the author of this book and and um i'll just say like thinking back now um so there was this there was this time in primary school where um i had to write a story for i had to write a story for our graduation and it was just like it was just inspiring like to see that my primary school teacher actually accepted a story i had written as our graduation you know drama like it was a big deal for me and it just gave me that encouragement that not just in my house but everywhere that what i wrote mattered or the stories i was telling mattered and i just continued to nurture that idea as much as i was still very much into science so yeah that's it that, that's really beautiful well let's talk about family for a little bit um who has had the most influence on you and how okay um i'll say everyone in my house like has played like role so as as I, as I was saying earlier so my dad is like get you books like and make you you know read them summarize them make you make you explain them and and also like make you seek for answers it's like when you when you come when you come to them and you're like what's the meaning of this so i don't understand this and they want to ask you like have you checked like have you checked online or have you checked a dictionary first you know before asking so so they want you to like try you know at least make an effort before before reaching out and then like my mom too is like super supportive like i can remember like when i went for like a competition and at that period i didn't have like the phone like to capture the moment and all that and then my mom like literally had to give me her android phone at that moment like when we were traveling and it, it was just it just it seemed like a little thing but it meant so much like it meant so so much to me and then there's my other brother that is like uh well, I wouldn't like go into details, but I would just say like he has, his life or everything like he has done has just been like super inspirational. So it's like, oh, my brother went for Unilever Idea Trophy. Oh, I'm definitely going to go for Unilever Idea Trophy. Or oh, he's reading yeah. this book and I really want to read this book. You know, like at the same time, understanding myself you know not 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 to the point of saying oh okay he read this i'm going to read this but learning from him but being being myself in that in that process and and he has just been like really super supportive as as i said so it's it's more like oh you're you're doing this and you know you have you have the support from you know people at home and it just it just means so much um to just keep you going and keep you doing things so 
that's pretty important um especially the part where you talked about um having to be yourself in the process of even learning from your brother that, that was very important and i think that was one huge factor in your becoming who you are now so uh, I would love to I would love to talk about what I call your doggedness. So how did you start this journey of going global? Um okay, um okay, that's that's an interesting question. Um I'll just say like for me, I believe in when I want to learn something, I want to learn from the best, right? So um I would say like the exposure to that kind of you know mindset was actually like in my junior secondary school in Benin and it's like you're getting mixed with you know different people um, from different parts of the country with with lots of um, you know ambition and and for me right there I just knew oh I wanted to like learn from the best you know and so if it was if it was engineering I was going to learn I'm either learning from the best or nothing you know and it's, it's just sad you know like to know that like certain structures are not like so much in place here so the idea for me was okay you know go learn outside and then come back and and help um, the country grow and I think that's that just falls in line with creating gems and but I'm sure like we'll be talking about that um, as we as we go ahead but I would just say like being surrounded with people that had the same mindset of I want to learn from the best I want to become better I just feel like it's easier to it's easier to be dogged about a vision like where you went when you're able to like see people around you embody that thing that it's 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 yeah. in your head so i was I've, like i was i've always been surrounded with like you know people like that like people that are purpose driven like my brother like his friends you know classmates and it just all the more like spurred me to like to keep pushing you know despite the setbacks and all you, you mentioned you mentioned that um your your journey was kind of motivated to help you get expertise like you wanted to get expertise yeah. and your brother was a huge part of this what would you say was your first attempt was your first major attempt at going global so on the on the educational side i would say like that was when i was trying to um study in study in canada like in, in on an engineering program so i had to like um like submit my applications you know write to write to lecturers in the school and all that and although that didn't work but i was able to discover lots of opportunities I was able to discover that was actually when I was able to discover the whole idea of oh there's something called social entrepreneurship guys that there's something called impacting the world like there's a name to you know this thing I really want to do and and that was just like a huge exposure for me and although like things didn't work out then 
but it just it just made me know that these things were were possible and it just made me know that okay so it didn't work today but i'm going to still keep on pushing yeah very important Um, i think one major theme for us as people that are striving to make the world a better place is our rejection and our rejection letters and how we respond and react to them and it's, it's beautiful to see how it helps you and you learn from it so um in light of going global tell us about your journey when it comes to getting into watson and how has been there been so far okay so watson institute um is a reimagined model of education that helps um, impact-driven entrepreneurs unleash a life of impact. And um, the purpose of joining Watson was to learn more about social entrepreneurship and gain the knowledge to actually build my venture. And so, first of all, um, definitely, I had to apply, right? But then before applying for Watson, I had applied for something else that I had invested a whole lot. I had invested money, you know, trying to do the whole professional video and all that. Invested time, invested my emotions and all. And like at first, I made it to the first stage and then I didn't make it like all true. And it was just really sad. And at that moment, like few few weeks after that i saw the opportunity to apply at watson and honestly at first i was like well i have i was rejected from you know this program so why will i be accepted in this dorm but then after after a while i just gathered the courage and you know looked back at my former application edited things that needed to edit and submit the application and then there was the interview interview stage but then most importantly like the challenge was like raising funds for the remaining um, scholarship and honestly i i didn't know it was possible but i just had faith it was just a matter of see i really need to get in i really need to learn this and and i just have to try right it's it's either i try or or i i don't or i'll forever live with the regret of i didn't try right and i had never ever ever done um, crowdfunding trying to raise funds and it was just all weird but it was a learning process like you know going public um talking about my needs getting friends to join in meeting a whole lot of amazing strangers that are now friends that you know helped me on this journey and finally helped me you know to be able to complete uh, my tuition um lots of friends family extended families and everyone that just came together and it just it just made me realize how how important relationships are and how how important it is to step out of your comfort zone to achieve something and and i'm just happy i'm just happy 
to be part of the Watson family um, and to be learning so much so far. That's very, very nice. Um, I've never had to source for funds, but I think I, I watched the process of you sourcing for funds and I was I was in fear, but like it was really amazing to see that it was possible. So like, what lessons did you learn from sourcing for funds? And what advice can you give to others in such shoes? Okay, so for one, I think the, the first step is me um, stepping out of the comfort zone, right? And I would just say that the best things in life are outside your comfort zone. I know like this may sound cliche, but it's really the truth. Like anytime, every time I stepped out of my comfort zone, I was so grateful that I did that and I made that step. So first of all, it was me stepping out like, I need this phone, this is what I was doing. And surprisingly, I got a lot of help from people even without asking for it. So first of all, I would just say, um, number one is how bad do you want it, right? When you look at the results you can get by achieving this particular goal, how far are you are you able to go because i had to write to lots of organizations lots of individuals lots of people like i had to write to a particular person on linkedin instagram like everywhere just to make sure i got the response and got the support i needed on this journey and um, another thing i would say is um you, you never really know like you know how how much what, what what you're doing you know matters to you to you tell your story so telling your story is really really important being the power of vulnerability was seen throughout the um, crowdfunding experience and sometimes we feel like being vulnerable is weakness but indeed it's actually super powerful to be vulnerable with your story to be able to tell your story and most importantly is when when you achieve that particular thing your your story helps to inspire someone else to to push for their goals to want to achieve you know the same thing you have been able to achieve so i learned a lot about resilience i learned a lot about community i learned a lot about stepping out of my comfort zone um i learned a lot about you know relying on people or not being afraid to act because sometimes like we're just scared to act like oh my god what would they say or oh no this is like a super important person like how will i how will i reach out to them right and and you will be surprised like you'll be surprised the number of people that will actually give you a positive response for for just that courage so i think that that would be my advice like just weigh in on what will you get if you get this opportunity and what will you lose and then just go go all in for it and be hopeful for the best yeah you you've hit the nail on the head and reiterated the point that we need to 
use our networks properly we need to leverage them because in the future you would still be blamed if you fail or not leveraging them so um that that was pretty pretty important and i know this is just a tip of the iceberg and i usually wonder what will be in your storytelling for applications and i think everybody should definitely get that um uh, okay so um this this might be a really personal question but how do you deal with laziness because it's something i personally struggle with and i know a lot of people struggle with um i remember we've been talking about this podcast episode for a while now and it only just started so like how do you convince yourself to start filling the essays in a form how to start an ngo like gems on earth how do you convince yourself to past the initial blockade of starting um okay so i would say like for me um so i mean first of all different things work work for different people so the experiences i'll be sharing are like based on what i have experienced or how i've been able to overcome so for so for starting a podcast it was it was more like so at first when i wanted to start it was more like oh my god what what would people say how will i sound like you know and and all those things going through my mind and i just have to stop and just remind myself like what is the end goal like for me like so if people listen to my podcast like what will change if people listen if people do not listen to my podcast what will happen and also for me honestly i would say praying you know that that relationship with god just helps me helps me um strengthen my beliefs or strengthen strengthen my faith to be able to carry out the task because honestly sometimes it's like when you've already started and you're like in the middle of it you're like oh no i shouldn't have started at all like i don't think i'm the right person you know for this for this task and all that and and the truth is you will you will hear a lot like i know i'm still like on my journey um, of evolving but in this little time like i've had a whole lot of comments from people and you're like what like how would someone like think this way like you're just trying to you know make things better you're just you're just trying to get out of your comfort zone to you know build something of impact and then maybe someone else is taking it the wrong way so um secondly it helps to have a support system like people of like mind so just like a community like watson so it's like there are different people um trying to build a company that impacts the world so when you come together and talk about your struggles or when you come together and you know listen to someone else talk about the victories or something they've been able to overcome it becomes a a very strong anchor for you to keep pushing right then another thing is um um the community aspect is you know listening to stories of people i find it really inspirational i find it like a source of strength it lets me know that i am not alone in this journey it lets me know that someone you know somewhere sometime was able to achieve this and i will be able to achieve that too so just you know sitting down in that point where you're like i'm not supposed to be doing this 
and then you listen to a story of maybe an entrepreneur or a random person you know making impact or maybe a podcast or a discussion and you and you just find that energy so the truth is the energy may not always be there like 100 percent all through your journey but your ability to be able to fall back to these things that you know keep you grounded like your support system like listening to stories maybe even venting out to someone of maybe you know the the struggles you're you're facing so actually taking action and i i feel like everyone at every point in time faces this resistance you know to act and this was actually written like in a book um the war of arts by stephen pressfield so like resistance is something that we'll face like all through all through our life like that voice that tells us you're not good enough or why are you doing this or why should you start this but the the beautiful thing is that once you start it's like it's like the voice becomes lower and lower so it's like you acknowledge that the voice is there but you're still going to move regardless and sometimes the little results you're able to make um along the way as you evolve goes a long way to encourage you in your journey definitely definitely that like everybody faces resistance and our communities our our support groups those that make us talk about our achievements without sounding like bragging is, is very important for not just for our continuous success but for our mental health okay so so tell us about your volunteering journey and like how it has affected you so far and which one has been the most remarkable one um okay volunteering journey so um i would just say so my volunteering journey because like at, at home um so my my mom is like part of this prison ministry that she leads like where we go to go to prisons you know visit them interact with the prisoners there and all that so it's just something that has has been there like this love for community building and just being involved in communities and i would just say like it's something that's that's started like with family or growing up and like even in secondary schools like i've been part of like lots of communities where we engage in volunteering action but i'll just start talking about like from from college so that's like an actors and and like for me in my volunteering journey um i'm i'm very keen on volunteering um in organizations that work towards what i want to achieve and that is like helping youth to become better like inspiring youth into positive action and so there's an actors there's the advantage group there's um um, the move like lots of projects um like that so for me i just like to give my all and sometimes it's like super stressful and sometimes sometimes like organizations you're volunteering to wouldn't even say thank you you know and 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 all that but but for me really it's it's just about the work and you know 
keeping up that energy and making sure that the event or anything I'm doing is like super successful. And so I would I would just say um I just think an actor's like played is super important role like in my life. Like exposing me to more about social entrepreneurship, exposing me to social impact, encouraging me to be bold, like the respect to um speaking, pitching, um engaging in projects, you know, meeting up with potential investors, um the the whole travel experience, getting to meet other young people like yourself that are doing amazing things. So I just feel like first of all for me is being involved in an organization that is in line with what I'm passionate about and just giving my all because I just I'm, I'm just realizing now like thinking back that anything you give your all to as little as volunteering like somehow somehow in some way pays back because because at the same time like you know you're volunteering you're actually learning on the job you know you're you're learning how to manage events you're learning how to manage people you're learning how to manage teams of people you know with different characters different beliefs different insights so it's been a wonderful experience and i'm i still volunteer you know for for things that i'm passionate about even up to now so yeah oh yeah that's that's very deep I mean, I don't know if volunteering means the same thing to everybody, but it makes it seem really So, um, your volunteering looks very intentional, like it was planned. And still on that, like how do you plan your typical day and how committed are you to it? for the month i know you said a day so but it's like for the month like what do i want to achieve like in my personal life in my educational life because sometimes i can be super forgetful about things so i just have this to-do list like every day like okay so this is what i want to do uh maybe i want to write this article um I want to do this project, I want to do that, I want to do this. So having this daily to-do list kind of like helps me a lot because I can, you know, forget forget things at times. Um so you so you talked about like how it looks like the whole volunteering experience is planned. But I I would just say like for me I always have like this overall idea like as I said, like the general idea is I want to volunteer for things that inspire youth into positive action. And honestly, sometimes those opportunities to volunteer do not come out as, um, you know, who wants to be a volunteer for this organization. So, so sometimes it could be in form of maybe a discussion with someone and I'm like, oh, okay, I can help with that, you know, or I really want to help with this. And somehow, 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 I end up like being part of, you know, that that um, that process of, you know, from ideation to um, realization of that vision. So I'll say like the ability to identify opportunities as they come. So so sometimes it may not come as an organization, you know, bringing out an application for volunteers. Sometimes it can just be a discussion or you know a 
random um, social media post and you just maybe send a message to the person and like oh I really want to help to achieve this because this is something I'm passionate about so um, I think this is what I can say about this um, topic one thing comes to my mind as you as you were talking one thing came to my mind rather it's there's the process of you saying yes but how do you you because you obviously cannot say yes to everything a lot of things are dragging for your time yeah but how do you learn how to say no okay honestly i'm actually learning that like i actually started learning that recently because it's like you know you know everyone is like oh i need your help for this or can you help me with this or can you help me with that or can you be part of this team and it's like oh my god oh my god you're everywhere you're everywhere and soon you realize that like on a normal you're supposed to be of value to that organization to that vision but because um you know they are calling you like everywhere and it's like you're not focused so you're not you're not effective and you tend to start um you know withdrawing you're not consistent in meetings and all that and so it's something i actually learned you know recently so to know okay it's more like okay so let's say this month i'm volunteering for maybe an organization that that um offers education to young people right and then someone else calls me at this time you know this month to to be a part of their team and all that so looking at my timeline i'm like oh no i can't be able to um, you know be of help to this person effectively and and saying yes and and not not being effective does not you know doesn't make sense at all so just um just trying to if it's someone that you know you're close to or you you have a previous relationship with you know trying to explain to the person like i really would have loved to you know be part of this beautiful initiative but at the moment i'm not able to do that but i would definitely love to you know help out in any other way i can in the future and definitely they will or they should understand because your saying yes does not help you know promote what whatever they're doing because you won't be effective you won't be present at meetings and it's, it's as good as you're not you're, you're not there so it's, it's something i'm actually learning like weighing weighing in what what can i be able to achieve you know effectively at this particular timeline and anything that comes in at that time no matter how you know beautiful and you know good in my in my sound may not be for me at that moment yeah that's really beautiful and and i just need to highlight what you said before about um forgetting things sometimes during the day and it makes me remember that our brain is constantly bubbling with ideas and in order for us to pin them down we have to write them down somewhere so it's very very important yeah so um okay continue i'm listening 
yeah, I, I, I just I just wanted to add like aside from writing it down, like another app I use is like Evernote. Like it's really okay. super helpful in you know drafting your ideas, you know recording your ideas because so sometimes you notice that when you write down an idea and when you go back to the paper, it's like oh what was I even thinking of and like it doesn't look so clear again. So it kind of helps yeah. to like record maybe everything you you had in mind at that point and so for me like i feel like evernote is a super productive app like to help you keep up with ideas reminders and to-do lists that that was really nice i i never heard of evernote before and i'm sure a lot of people that are going to listen to this are going to become better at time management because of that um so like how how do you continue to learn and keep yourself up to date within your field, especially one as you know, rare as storytelling. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll say um, curiosity and also knowing that no matter how much you've learned, there's always more to learn. So it's like, like feeding yourself with curiosity, like this perfect balance with yes, I'm good, I'm really good at what I do, but I know I can be better. So although sometimes like can be kind of like a bad thing like when like when you're like always too hard on yourself like oh maybe i'm not good enough and all that but sometimes it can be a good thing because it keeps your curiosity level high and and it just keeps you wanting to learn more and know more and explore you know different aspects different aspects of writing and and storytelling and everything and one thing i've realized is um no matter so let's say um i mean i'm a non-fiction writer or i'm a fiction fiction writer like any other aspect of writing you learn would definitely help boost your creativity in the other aspect so it's just it's just that balance of knowing yes i'm good but I need to be better. So, so if if there's no if there's if you always feel like oh you're good you've learned everything you, you you need to learn, then you won't actually be able to you know keep up with learning or feeding that curiosity. Definitely, definitely. So what I can say is basically curiosity is not such a bad thing. Yeah. And most times it's very important. Yes. So um for people that might want to get into storytelling how would you advise them to go about it um so i would say like storytelling is broad so you know like before like when when people when people hear about storytelling or when you tell people you're a storyteller the first thing they want to ask you is oh what book have you written right but it's like storytelling has really evolved so the question you want to ask yourself is like what type of stories do you want to tell do you want to tell stories through pictures through videos through podcasts through written words or like do you want to like have like a mixture of of both like a hybrid kind of um storytelling point of view so these are things you need to decide right and 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 it's really it's really okay if you've not figured it out at the beginning because sometimes you you start off as oh i want to write and then along the line as you're writing you're like 
oh i do not just want to write but it would be nice to like maybe go into video of uh, maybe saying what i'm writing you know and and you just kind of like explore on the move but the, I, I just feel like the most important thing is starting like start telling your story and as you practice it kind of like evolves over time and you you kind of discover um the types of storytelling that strongly resonates with you and then secondly i would say like knowing your purpose of storytelling so why do you want to write stories or why do you want to tell stories um or what effect do you want people to have whenever they listen to your stories whenever they watch um you know your stories and so it's important to like have those factors in place again you may not have those clearly figured out at the beginning but at least just have a sense of you know what what you want so oh okay maybe i'm writing to expose um violations against women or something like that just to have that general view and then when you start and you begin to explore you begin to understand um your target audience you know earlier because because sometimes you just start off with oh i want to be a writer you know but then you realize that even even you you yourself as a reader or you know the person that listens to a story there are certain types of types of stories that resonate with you right there are certain types of stories that you're like i can never listen to this type of story right because maybe it bores you or it's it's not your thing and so that's that comes back to to show you that every storyteller has a particular niche has a particular target audience and by the time you start exploring or start you know listening to stories just try to pay attention on the kind of feedback you know you receive the kind of questions um you you have the kind of compliments you get it it helps you know how your listeners uh are feeling about your story right like the kind of brand you're building so that's like super important very 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 important um at least one thing i was able the few things that i'll able to pick out is explore start and it's really important to start and gradually figure out your niche or your niche audience who your story is supposed to speak to and this can be found out through um um reading books yourself or being exposed to content yourself that that was very very amazing so um um how are you so disciplined because i remember reading about you quitting movies for quite a long time and that is no small feat so how have you been able to develop your discipline um, i don't know but like would like i say am i am i super disciplined really um uh, because I mean I feel like but at the same time um, discipline sometimes may not mean that you do something like every time but it's your ability to, to like yeah. always you know get yourself back when you're falling or way you're falling short of that particular you know activity so I'll just give like a practical example so um, I really wanted to be you know super productive as a writer and then i took this course on productivity hacks for writers and 
during that process i learned about you know writing rituals um um morning routines that will aid my creativity and then i started doing it like for like a week two weeks and i and i noticed that i became so productive in my writing but like after the two weeks it was like i was skipping you know i was skipping um some routines and all that maybe because of an emergency or maybe i just woke up late and you know something like that but the point i'm just i'm just trying to say is that i wouldn't say like i'm 100 disciplined but it's just my ability to like get myself back on track like when i'm like um you know feeling and i'm like remember why you started like remember how you felt like when you started this process and just going back to the drawing board then another thing i would say is having people that you can be accountable to so let's say um you want to you want to um write every day for a whole year right so it's it's kind of helps to have someone you're accountable to someone that will tell you oh hey olivia you didn't write today what's up now like what's happening you know and you know people that will just you know keep keep you updated so it could be just one person or you know two people that you get to share your goals um from the from the beginning of the month or kind of like having this will i say a mastermind group of people with similar goals um like you so let me give an example like with respect to um um confidence or taking bold action so i have like this group of like four ladies and we kind of like encourage ourselves share content so when when we want to do something that seems really difficult we like send a message and like oh we're about to do this and everyone is like you got this you got this you can do this and it just gives you this vibe you know to keep going so again having that support system because really sometimes you cannot do it on your own and um having um someone that will keep you accountable like to to the point of like let's say if you don't achieve this these are the consequences maybe you have to pay something or maybe you have to do something embarrassing so having all those you know checkpoints to keep you on check is really really important and then having reminders on your phone so sometimes like i can just you know go as crazy as maybe having my goals as my screensaver as my wallpaper so that anytime i wake up because it's like we're almost on our phones every time right so it's like every time i i I wake up and i'm actually seeing this like this is what i'm supposed to do today this is what i'm supposed to achieve this year you know and just going for it so um i i hope this helps anyone to stay disciplined right and don't be too hard hard on yourself if if you don't keep up and then just having this room in your in your shadow for rest and self-care is like super super important super important like just having this shadow like you know this week i'm not going to do any work i'm just going to watch movies i'm just going to hang out with friends it really really helps you to stay productive over over the long run yeah yeah um 
again our uh, support system comes up or our um, accountability partners they come up again and one other thing you mentioned is the why why you started is very very is a driving force to either building habits or stopping habits the why is just so so important so um on um, a lesser note as a student what would you say really finishes your money books conferences um okay yeah like books and conferences because like i can remember um going for a conference and then i saw this book by the founder of opportunity desk grace Ihedemizu, um go global and at that point like like the book was like three thousand i was like oh my god okay oh god i didn't you know you, you know when it's not like part of your budget to like spend that yeah. money like i just literally went to a conference and was just you know planning to go back but i was like i really need to get this book and then i bought the book and you know the rest is is history but i would just say books um yeah. conferences online courses like those are like priority like in finishing my money basically yeah okay okay um how about your process of rests how do you unwind um hanging out with friends um watching movies okay. I, I i really love watching movies a lot so watching movies with friends or watching movies alone you know just going out like like i really love time spent with family and friends it's just like you know this perfect distraction um recently recently uh visiting art galleries uh music uh what else what else movies music friends at books sometimes like if i'm not super stressed like if i'm like if the stress level is not so high then books yeah. like kind of like help me to calm down but when, when i'm like super stressed it's like hard to like take in anything coming in from the book uh, yeah. yeah so i mean just spending that time with with friends talking hanging out playing and just you know forgetting about work and the many things you need to do it's really yeah. cool and then you know having conversations like um like sitting back to like call maybe people you've not talked to for a long while and just having this cool conversations it's like oh my god i needed this i needed this right yeah. now i needed to have this um conversations um yeah and and yeah, I said music, right? So like singing with yeah. friends. So like recently, like I was just like super tired and my friend like calls me over and is like, Oh, let's go out and just record the song, like and all that. I was like, Yeah, yeah, I was just super happy to like step out of my house and, and do that and it was like super relaxing. So also having people around you that will force you out of your work you know to just come and rest and chill so just having this diverse network of people is like super super helpful and super cool yeah as i know you are a big advocate of mental health and all 
winding will be a pretty important part of your life. Yeah. So um having having talked about a lot of things that you are good at, I think there should be something you are not good at. So what is that one thing that you are not good at? Like we respect to I'm just trying to uh, I would say is let me see, let me this shouldn't be hard. Um, okay, I think I said it before but it's it's hmm okay. I would say is like keeping up with good at like keeping up with shadows but i've been able to like find my way around that like using apps and you know writing to-do lists and all that um hmm. why is this so hard why is this so okay, hard okay since since it's really hard let me ask you one okay okay rate your rate rate your dancing i'm a good dancer forget to <laughs> no it's just that it's just that I on a scale like of ten, rate your dancing. Hmm? on a scale of ten, rate your dancing. Okay, I'll say six. How is that even possible? How can you be good at singing and dancing? No, I'm okay. So, so let let let, let me just bust. <laughs> let me just bust your bubble. So, like in in secondary school, right? That was junior school. I know, I know, it's been like it's been long, but like like. I used to be like part of this I say dance crew and we used to dance a lot and it was like it was it was just like that part of my life like that I I just had a chance to be super extroverted because like like sometimes I'm like I can be an introvert like you could you could like meet me and you will you will promise yourself or you you would just say like I I don't talk like I'm super quiet and stuff like that and then you can just meet me at a different scene and it's like was it not this person that was you know super quiet so but for me like the whole goofy dancing aspect like comes with like when I'm with my family and because like the way the way my house is is like maybe Saturdays like we're just playing music and everyone is like dancing 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 and you know stuff like that and but I would just say like leaving junior school to my senior school kind of like amplified my introverted nature so I wasn't like doing a whole lot of dance and stuffs and it's it eventually made me shy to like dance in public but yeah that kind of stuff don't mind me jared but but i dance i dance but I, in my house yeah, okay but i'm okay. i'm slowly coming out of my shell like little by little i i, I don't know how on earth you can be good at dancing but somehow i think you are really in touch with your arts so um what's the worst thing that someone has said to you as you were starting up or in in this journey that you have started so far oh my god a lot <laughs> was okay um um okay you know like you know when you're when you're trying to share your stories and people are like oh you're just trying to be proud or you're just trying to you know mention a whole lot of things that you've done and that's not really the purpose and then secondly like you know someone was trying to how like put it kind of like tell me that you know i'm not i'm not supposed to be doing 
what I'm doing. Kind of like saying, like, you know, who are you to be doing this, right? Like, who are you? Who are you? You're not. You're not even. You're, you're not even up to this person, or you're not even up to their person, and and it it kind of hurts, you know, at that moment. But one thing I've learned, or one thing, like I w- I would say that I've grown a lot. It's like I've learned to have like a soft heart but a thick skin for things like this. So nowadays, like when those comments just come, I just smile. But if it was me before, I would have been super, like super worried, you know, super concerned, or maybe even cried about it. But like right now, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I see you. <laughs> and, you know, I just keep on you know doing doing what what i'm doing so i i just feel like um when when you start something or when when you begin to show up comments like that will come but the most important thing is um for you to know this is why i'm doing this right this is this is why i'm showing up and the, the beautiful thing about it is that eventually like those people will come around and and they will just get get used to you and get used to your story get used to everything that you do so just i'll just say just keep being you just keep showing up you know regardless of the comments eventually they will understand why you do the things you do and yeah they will come to terms in that and even if they do not come to terms in that with that i mean that's okay because not everyone would definitely like you or like what you represent or like what you're doing but those to those few um people or to those true fans just keep showing up for them and keep showing up fully for them so that's what i would say yeah very important again our why comes up again um why you are doing it is really important the impact you know you are going to have and the vision you have about why you are showing up is very very important so um i would love to close this session with a trivia question so i don't know if you came prepared but i hope this one shakes you okay so what is a duel between three people called a duel between three people called how you spell it duel Sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Are you giving clues? Oh, no, I'm not giving clues for this one. Um, a true world. Yes, correct. A true world. <laughs> a duel between three people is called a true world. As absurd as it sounds, it is true. So, um, we've come to um, the close of this episode. It's been super insightful. I've learned a lot and i'm sure i don't know if you've been this open but it has been really amazing to have you on set Yay, thank you so much. till so and uh, whatever our next session will be or to whatever good achievements you are going up to do i wish you all the best thank you so much it was such a pleasure yeah it was such a pleasure being here thank you, thank you.
for listening to this episode on the Gems and Nips podcast. You can connect with us on Instagram at WeAreGemsandNips and on other social media platforms at GemsandNips. To get a copy of the storytelling for applications mentioned in this episode, check the description. Thank you so much for being part of the tribe and have a great weekend. Thank you.